everybody, I'm Sarah. I'm Vicky. We're the Drama Mamas. Yeah, we are. This week we take on Season 1, Episode 3 of Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. Things happen. Changes are made. Stop, drop, and roll. People. It doesn't make any sense have sex in the with context people. of the episode. Stop, drop, and, did you say <laughs> stop, drop, and roll? Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> they caught fire. Because they caught that's, fire. That's what they're halting for. That's they the stop part. Halt. <laughs> They caught on fire, so they have to roll. After they drop. After they drop. They drop it, drop it low. Yeah. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> so we don't really dive deep into writers or directors, but I always like to note whether or not the director uh, was a repeat. And this director directs a total of four episodes, and it looks like it's one maybe in each season, because there's one in 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017. Which episode is that? Because that could be like the ultimate rider. Like the end. Is, are there the all ender. four seasons? Is it, are, they, are they the finale? I sound like I'm fucking over here stuttering. I can't get words out. Uh, let's see. She directs season two, episode seven. So not the finale. Nope. She directs. Her name is Karen Kusama. That is not anywhere season near three, what episode I was seven. Thinking. And then the last episode that she directs is season four, episode 10. Is that the last episode ever? Uh, Yeah, I think. So she does the series finale. She's the ender. She's the ender. Ender's Game. (laughs) I also thought Ender's Game. It's a decent movie. Uh, I've not read the book, but I did watch the movie with Zach. Did I read the book? I don't. Think the book I is read really book. good, and it's an easy read. Like it's easy mm, to just get through. I didn't read it, and it's one of those, the movies where they go to the space, and there's like the bugs, and then you have like this baby moment, weird thing with the alien at the end. It's weird. Yeah, well, ish. I guess it kind of mixes up in my mind because in in the book, he he plays this video game, and it correlates to like what he's doing strategically. And, like, at the Ender's game, they're playing a game, right? right. And they're stacking the odds against him because basically he's a third. And in the, this future, you, like, you really only have one child. But their first child was, like, a prodigy, but he was cruel. Oh. He was, like, overly cruel. And so they allowed them to have a second child, which is not unheard of, I think, but it's uncommon, this and does so they, not sound like the movie that I watched at all. Well, they don't go into a lot of that in the movie. So they have a second child, but she has no killer instinct whatsoever. She's too kind, too soft. And so then they are allowed to have a third, which is like, nobody has a third kid. And it's Ender, and he's a balance of the two. And so they take him in the program. and Yeah, no, I watched that movie. That book sounds much more interesting. Now I know why Zach was say- so angry. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting stuff in the book that they didn't put in the movie. Hmm. And Maybe like, I will read it. In the book, like he goes to the space station or whatever, and his brother and sister left on Earth. Mm-hmm. And his brother is really interested in like manipulating masses of people. Mm-hmm. So he and his sister become these like extremes on the two ends of the politics basically but because he's inclined to like the ultra conservative end and she's inclined to the ultra liberal they write for the opposite 
to mm-hmm. balance it out. Oh. And like there, so there's some interesting things going on with that. They're not a huge part of the book, but it's like a s- subtle subplot. That's there's a lot of interesting stuff in the book. Honestly, I'd like to reread it. I could not. I started the second book and like it lost me. I was done. I was mm. out. Anyway, um, mm. <laughs> how did we even start talking about Ender's Game? Uh, she was the series she, finale. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what was her name? Kieran Kusama. Kieran with a Y. Yep. So, um, yeah, I watched this today. And this was one of those episodes that, like, I was watching it. And I was like, I don't really remember much about this episode. And then I saw Charlene from Designing Women. And I was like, oh, I remember this episode. (laughs) Did you ever watch Designing Women? I don't think so. It was one of those shows like the Golden Girls that was on around the same time. I love Golden Girls. And it had, um, I want to say her name is Dixie Carter and Delta Burke were in it. And it's about these interior designers. And um, it was a sitcom, but it was really funny. And Charlene was the, they were based out of Atlanta. So they were all like Southern women. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Charlene was kind of the idiot. And so she's been in a million things. She's in Sweet Home Alabama. She's in uh, Fargo. But she was the investor that they that Boz was really trying oh, to get money Lulu, from. Lulu, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you wrote her name because she literally was like Charlene the first time I wrote her name. And then she was Jean Smart, which is her real name, the second time. And then I just called her the investor. I did not catch her character name Lulu. once. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I had and I remember feelings for Lulu. Oh, she was interesting. Um, she has one line that is rough. It's just it's rough. I'm not entirely sure what line it is, but I'm sure we'll get there. Oh, yeah, we will. So we start with a dead bird. Yes. And well, this, a mostly dead bird. Yes, it's a dying bird. Yeah. And the weird neighbor... Yes. Slash helpful. I meant to look him up because he reminds me of the guy in, um, fuck, in um, Sweet Home Alabama. I know it's not him, but he has like a similar face. His face isn't as nice, but it's similar. Is he, he was the co-worker too, right? Yes. Okay. He's Gordon's coworker, and they live next to next door, <laughs> which is not something I would ever want. Nope. Ever. No. I like, don't like to know my neighbors. Personally. Occasionally, occasionally, I think to myself, "Man, it would be really cool if like you lived, maybe not right next door to me, right, but like across but the street or something in the same neighborhood where we could walk in, to each other's yes. house." Yeah. But also we not could, make eye contact. We could get drunk. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see your driveway right. necessarily, but I do want to be able to walk into your backyard. Sure. We could be next door neighbors if there was like a thick line of trees. Yeah. That'd be perfect. That would. Because then like, we don't, if we're mad at each other or we're just not trying to hang that out. That doesn't happen. Okay. I don't, I don't know when the last time it happened was, but it does happen occasionally. I've never been mad at you, uh, mad at you. Yeah. I get annoyed Sarah, with people. Sarah's often. never been mad, mad at me, but she's been disappointed. <laughs> when was I disappointed? Which is worse. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm just disappointed. That's next level mom Eat shit. a sandwich. <laughs> uh, what 
what were we talking about? We wouldn't want to be oh, neighbors. neighbors. Oh, neighbors. No, oh, no, not with my coworkers ever. He's got a lot Never, of advice. Ever. Like, he's telling Gordon how to live his life a lot this episode. Yeah, he's... Considering that he barely existed the last two episodes, he's so heavy in this episode. He is. And Gordon keeps looking at... Annoying. Because I remember that he got fired. Yes. So Gordon keeps staring at him, and he doesn't really want to take the ride. I'm like, oh, because he's going to get fired. Right. But he doesn't at first. Yeah. He keeps him on. And maybe it's just because he gave him a ride, and that would be... (laughs) That'd be an awkward ride home. <laughs> You're fired. Wait till five. <laughs> Don't leave. You could just do what uh, some companies do. Mm-hmm. And Friday at five. Friday at five. It. A lot of companies do that. Uh, because you have to pay them until five the day you fi- or until clock out time. Do you really? Uh, that's what I was told. Hmm. Uh, the person who told me that is not the smartest cookie in the oven, <laughs> but it's not something I've heard before. Well, you know, I am the cookie slayer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Side note: We have this friend that's colorblind, and oh I yeah, never remember that he's colorblind. Never. It's so funny. Like I've played uh, this um, Street Fighter puzzle game. And it relies heavily on colors. And I always beat him. And then I always am talking some, like, mad trash. Right. And then I remember, oh, wait, he's, he's handicapped. He's today. Blind. It was funny because, again, I forgot he was colorblind. And Serenity had, like, a very small bruise on the inside of her elbow when she was tumbling today. Uh-huh. And I was like, where did you get that from? And David, he, like, touches it and he goes... That's just a mosquito bite. And Serenity looks over at me and it's like brown. Huh? Like we look at each other and I was like, oh yeah, he's colorblind. Uh. I'm like, I don't think it's a mosquito bite. Uh, anyway, okay. So there's a dying bird. You're and- not the brightest crayon in the box. <laughs> uh, they're all gray. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Cameron is still sleeping at the Can office. No. No, baby. You need to go to bed. I love you. <laughs> Today she got really mad at me. Um, oh, what had happened was... What had happened what was... What had happened was... Um, I asked Serenity to make sandwiches for lunch. Because right. she does oh, that yeah, now. Oh, yeah. You started She's, telling me that. That's She awesome. likes it. Yeah. Oh, oh she loves it. I'm a fucking serenity. <laughs> make me a sandwich. Because you need to eat one. So, um, That's right. So she. No, really. Come make me a sandwich. <laughs> so I go in the kitchen and she's like, oh, I meant to tell you we're out of bread. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Bitch. All right. Well, I'll just make some spaghettios. So I put it there. Like, I make it. I put it in the bowls. I let it cool. I call the girls. And Serena comes out. She goes, I already ate. I'm like, what did you eat? She goes, a sandwich. Like, you said there was no bread. She ate the last two pieces. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you just made yourself a sandwich? You fucking asshole. And she goes, no, I made us both a sandwich. Rory let me believe that that, because she said, we're out of bread. I was like, oh, shit. And then she walked away, and I swear, I was like, well, do you want some SpaghettiOs? And she goes, yeah. 
She just let me believe. She fucking. She threw she her sandwich the, away. <gasps> she threw it away. Yes. What an asshole. Well, she does that often. If she doesn't particularly want what we have for dinner, she'll throw it away. And oh, it's no. become a point of contention. And so I was like, Rory, did you throw your sandwich away? I did. And it was like, what are you doing? So she had a consequence for it. She was sitting at the table and she was upset. She was just staring at the spaghetti. And I was like, I love you girls, which I, I do sometimes when I leave the room. Like, I say I love you probably too much, but I was just like, I love you girls. I don't feel like there's too much. I don't know, but I don't, <laughs> I don't feel goes, like there's too I love much. you too, mom. And I glanced over and Rory's still just staring at her spaghetti. She's like, fuck you. Yes. And I was like, okay. Well, Have fun. She fucking... Serenity ate her spaghetti too. It's a grown girl. Yeah, man. Okay, so she's uh, gonna be eight. Yep. Fuck. And she has done an insane amount of uh, physical activity this summer. She has. She's done a lot. And she's made a lot of progress. I'm super proud of her. She's impressive. Okay, sorry. So, Joe. Uh, apparently, we're kind of just like skimming through all of our characters to see what they're doing this morning. Yeah, what's happening? Joe has a bunch of electronics, and I'm wondering if he bought out the electronics store. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. I was just, I put in my notes, robot music Joe, and then I said, I think he's naked. Because it's oh, his I think silhouette yeah. in the window, and I'm like, is he? Because I'm pretty sure I saw his butt. Yeah. But then I was like, I'm not entirely sure. And I was, I did not The care shadows enough. were strategically placed. I did not care enough to rewind it and pause <laughs> it and, like zoom in or anything so gordon is horrible at firing people like he's the worst yeah at everything well, but especially I've, at firing people. i've never had to fire anybody i have but i'm pretty sure it would just go something like hey you're fired well i mean he was like talking in poems and shit and the guy didn't yes. even know he was going to be fired until no. the other one busted in which was hilarious wait yes. i'm getting fired Yes. Uh, so they they pare down the department quite a bit. They yeah. get rid of like 30-something people. Is that right? Uh, I, I didn't write the number down. I think he said he got rid of 48. Yeah, like a lot of people Because are Joe gone. was like, this is what we've got. These are your men. Oh, man. You know, and um, he was like, yeah, because you didn't tell me until I started firing them. When I worked for a collection agency, we had a client that was a, um, a mortgage company, mm-hmm. and we were servicing subprime loans in 2007. Ooh. Yeah, it was a bad time. Ooh. It was a real bad time. So uh, they had to cut a lot, and so we had an apartment of like 60 people. And then we got fired because they couldn't afford us anymore and honestly probably didn't need us anymore. And they cut down to 12 people. That was not a good day. That was a bad day because nobody knew what was happening because they just told us the dialer was out. We're like, okay, that happens sometimes. Not very often, but that does happen. Yeah, sure. And then they called 12 people and they're like, we need to see you in the front. And we were all looking at each other like, the fuck does that mean? Yeah, are we in trouble? And 
Um, but then, like, I was noticing the people that were there, and they had either been there a million years or were top performers. And I was like, I bet they have, like, an elite team or something. We're going to get a special project. No. While we were in the meeting, they were firing everyone else. Oh. Yeah. It was not a good day. At what point At what point did you find out that while you were in the meeting, they were firing everybody? Like, during the meeting, as you walked in, were they yeah, like, we everybody's in. getting fired except for you guys? We walked in, we sat down, and the operations manager was like, okay, so basically what had happened was we got fired, uh, so we don't have a client anymore. Uh. And we were like, oh, God. Like, we thought... We're gone. Like, we're just the first wave of people that are gone. And they're like, but, you know, we still have irons in the fire. And until we get another client on the line, you guys will be staying. And we're like, oh, what happens to everybody else? And they're like, oh, well, either they're going to transfer to commercial or they're gone. (laughs) Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well. And he's like, you might want to stay in this room for a little bit. (laughs) What are we going to bleep stuff with? What do you mean? Oh, if we have to bleep stuff? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want oh, to just bleep it with a bleep. BTS stuff. Oh, I'm trying to set up <laughs> a whole separate it podcast. Took me a second. It took me a second to get behind the scenes. I was like, BTS? <laughs> what? <laughs> but taco sex? What? <laughs> what? What? So I'm trying to set up a new podcast just for Shows the whole catch I fire. Think about the things that Sarah talks to me about, <laughs> but but tacos. That wasn't confident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I tried to set it up, and okay, when I set up our original podcast, it took me like 12 hours to figure everything out. Everything has to be just so, like the image has to be a certain ratio, and it has to be more pixels than you would think, and. And then, like, you have to have all this information. And it took forever because it just kept saying, no, this is wrong. And you just had to figure out what was wrong. Yeah. Because it would just say, this, the podcast, (laughs) is wrong. And you had to, like, find what they were talking about. Right. So it took, like, all fucking day. And so today, I submitted it. That was just to validate before I could submit. It kept telling me, you can't validate because you're missing something. But it wouldn't tell me why. So today when it submitted, you were like, yeah. Today I put it in and I validated it. Went through first time. I was like, hell yeah. Yes. And then it celebrated Sarah's techie (laughs) goddessness. I looked into the TARDIS and looked into me. (laughs) Anyway, so I sent like a victory text to Vicky and then it got rejected for no reason like no they can't they don't give a reason. specific reason they like they have this list this particular company that snow white is probably fond of has a list of general reasons your podcast may have been rejected and it's stuff like language that could possibly be offensive mm-hmm. potential racism <laughs> pos- potential misogyny i can't think of words i've been spacey yeah and not just that it was potential copyright infringements copyright infringements 
uh, we just don't like your content. Yeah, it, like, they're like, so nonspecific. And it so was I'm like, oh. just this big, really general list. And you're like, well, I don't know. Well, I tried new music because I wanted change? this to be something like Halt and Catch Fire's theme music, like, generally. Fucking cool. Yeah, it, I found some kind of neat music. And it's, so I was like, it's oh, really it's really cool. I hope it works. I'm like, it oh, it's cool. definitely the music. Like, that's the only difference from our old podcast and this one. Yeah. So I put the, the old music back in. And resubmitted it, got a rejection again. And I was like, okay. So I went on a dick hunt and took out all the dicks and the fucks. All the dicks and the fucks. And uh, so we've resubmitted it for the third time now. And we'll see if we get rejected again. If we do, I might lose my mind. If we do. Up in here. Look, man. I had to make an iTunes account. And then I had to download iTunes player on my work computer because I don't have an iPhone and I don't use the computer at home because I have a phone. I'm not a fucking savage. (laughs) So I had to install it at work. Turns out once you install it, not only can you find our podcast because you can't find it without it, Mm-hmm. being downloaded you can review the podcast and so now we have two five star reviews yes <laughs> doesn't matter that one of them is me well, i speak for the people <laughs> my fingertips are on the pulse of america i know what's hot and it's us <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know she was checking her pulse as she said that because that totally has anything to do. Not only was I checking it, I was three finger checking it. Obviously, I'm not a nurse. Or a doctor. Or a doctor. Uh, okay, I did so. want to be a pediatrician when I, I was a kid. I have never had a desire to be a doctor or anything like that. Oh God, I did. Bad. Um, okay, so Joe has a meeting with the people that are left, the engineers. And he says he wants a 15-pound... Yes portable device so he basically wants a laptop yes a very heavy laptop yeah well it's super light for the time sure for the time but now you're like that's 15 pounds pounds. of what am i gonna shoulder press it that's bigger than a newborn baby (laughs) is this a kettlebell or a laptop (laughs) sports medicine (laughs) um and the engineers are just like Aw, do they really? <laughs> They're really bad, like right here. <laughs> Did you try to do the yoga push-ups? Like uh, on your toes? Yes. Set your knees? Yeah, yes. They'll do it. Yes. They'll do it. And so the last two days, every time I twist mm-hmm. or lift anything, regardless of weight, I go, ah. <laughs> Um. So the okay. engineers uh, lack a can-do spirit. And yeah, they're like, that's impossible. Yeah, and Joe's like, I don't like their attitude. These are the best you got. And Gordon's like, bro, these are the only people that have any experience in the field that you need. Yes. So, yes. Yes. We meet Donna's boss. What do yeah. you think about Hunt? Uh, that he's douchey. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's all he's, I He's uh, more attractive than Gordon, though. He is. And she's got a crush on him. She does. Because... Uh, I he was douchey in the 
oh, you're a woman. Let me pat you on the head and tell you you're precious. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, I need that tomorrow. That thing you told me that you don't have time to add to your schedule right now. I need it now. Sooner than than you asked. Yep. Um, I... Piece of shit. Get the impression that either they dated in high school... Mm. Or she rejected him in high school. Yeah. She's so cute. She is super cute. She's so cute. She's way too good for Gordon. Uh, they went to high school together. They uh, implied that she was a band nerd. Yes. Uh, Cameron calls Joe. Yes. She's stuck. She's very clearly stuck. Yes. And she calls Joe. We don't really know for what. Oh, we've not talked about what she's done that day. At all. Oh, well, this is at the very beginning of the day before she leaves. She calls Joe and the secretary picks up and she freaks oh, out. Oh, yeah. And she hangs up. Yeah. And then she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, Boz torpedoes the investor meeting. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, just completely. Yeah. He Which I think is best. Showed his ass hard. He, you know, at first he was being a trooper. And then when he heard that they were going to send somebody that's going to like take over. Yeah. He was, he like, was nope. not down with that. Nope. Um, this is my ship. He basically sells them as I'm an underdog. The captain. I am the captain now. Look at me. I am the captain now. <laughs> um, there's a problem with heat versus speed the engineers keep talking yes. about if they, you want it to be fast and you need all the components that will make it fast yes. it's going to run hot yes so you need things to cool it down but if you add things to cool it down it's it makes big. it too heavy and bulky yeah so it's like this cycle yeah um one i still don't entirely understand because now phones can be so small yeah they still get hot though mm-hmm well, occasion. they still have things in them to make them cooler. All the parts are smaller and more efficient. But they're hot. <laughs> but my phone hot. gets hot. I'm like, oh, no, I got to put it down. <laughs> Cameron, did you notice that when she comes out and Gordon's like, how's it going? And she's like, oh, we're, there's a Chinese wall. We can't talk. Did you notice that she uses her coin on a string to get a Coke? I thought she did. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't sure if I was just seeing things. And so I was like, eh. Yeah, I, I love like, that she's still using it. I was like, Gordon doesn't know what no contact means. Yeah, uh, she seems like someone that would be uh, a pirate. She would pirate shit. Yes. She'd be down with the torrents. And shit. Yes, for sure. She probably fucking like. I used the she, term for sure. She gave us uh, LimeWire. What came before LimeWire? There was something. Ka- Kaza? Napster. Light. Napster's what I'm thinking of. Mm. I think. We meet Donna's parents. It had chat in addition to downloading. I. Oh. I have no knowledge of any illegal downloading information at all. Uh, mine was long enough ago that whatever the statute of limitations was is over. <laughs> you assume. I assume. So we meet also, Donna's- I'm like 100 years old, so it's definitely over. <laughs> we meet Donna's parents. Well, her mom. Her mom. And her dad her is a catalog is business so owner. so bad. Why? She's fucking, she's like, because she's like, oh, that foreigner talking about a Canadian. A Canadian yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what, you're that bad about a fucking Canadian? 
This is when I realized that uh, Donna's boss's name is Hunt, which is a horrible huh. name. Uh-huh. Hunter uh-huh. is not a great name, but Hunt is a horrible name. Oh, is it just Hunt? Like, it's not his last name's not Hunt? I don't know. They, I mean, they called him Hunt like it was his first name. And mm-hmm. her mom is obviously a fan of his. Yes. She speaks uh, uh, civilly about Gordon. Gordon. Yes. Warmly about Hunt. Yes. Boz pops up at the meeting that Joe was having with Cardiff. Yeah. Joe was not expecting him. Nope. He gets him a white wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cardiff tells him in no uncertain terms that Boz is going to be in charge of finances. And yes. Joe agrees. 100%. Because I think Joe understands what battles he can win. Yeah. And what's a lost cause. And so he's just like, absolutely, I 100% agree. And you can see behind his eyes, he does not agree. Right. And he will find a way to circumvent that at his first opportunity. Right now, it kind of feels like he thinks he's smarter than Boz. And so, like, he feels like whatever the situation is, he can manipulate Boz into doing what he wants. I think that he sees Boz as the old way to do business mm-hmm. and he views himself as the new way to do business. He doesn't see that Boz is willing to adapt. Right. We see that because we see him studying. Like yes. every time we studying see him so alone, hard. he's studying technology. Like he's yeah. trying to understand. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be a dinosaur. No. But Joe is so used to dinosaurs being content with being dinosaurs. With being dinosaurs, that it doesn't even occur to him that he's trying to adapt. Mm-hmm. He only sees him as a threat to progress. And he was at first. Cardiff sets up an inner, or a meeting with an investor who's local. Yes. Uh, Gordon and the neighbor prepare to tell Joe what's possible. Uh, so they're, they're leaving the office and they're just like, well, there's just no way to make this work. And Gordon is just like, yeah, you're right. Anyone who's talked to Joe more than three seconds is going to know that he's not going to accept that. Right. That's not the answer he's going to take from you. No. Joe and Cameron talk on the phone. He calls her and says, hey, I saw that you called. Did you need something? And she's like, I I, know I called by accident. And he's like, do I need to come down there? There was some subtext there. Right. It felt like there was. There was some subtext there. And then she says, no. Which was also some subtext. Like, no. I think she just doesn't want to ask for help. Yeah. And it's not even help that she they want. Donna helps Gordon in spite of her own pressing work to do. Yeah. She and just, she fucking, like, almost immediately. Yes. Upon seeing what he's looking at, she's like, oh, you could just move it here. Mm-hmm. And then make it two side like, stack. And you're fine. Yep. And he's like, oh, fuck, you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to work the next day and he shares the idea. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Cameron roams the office by night and goes into Boz's office. Yep. He's still there. Yep. He's super cool about it. Yep. He could have been not cool about it. Oh, yeah. No, I can't imagine any of my uh, vice presidents Mm -hmm. or corner office people Mm -hmm. being cool with someone other than, like, the janitor. 
And I like that he asks her a question because he doesn't understand something about like the way that you communicate with the computer. Uh-huh. And she just answers this question and she doesn't make fun of the fact that he doesn't understand. She's just nope. like, yeah, it's hard at first. She and- doesn't ask him if he needs help. Nope. He doesn't ask her for any more help. Nope. I did think for a second, I was like, ooh, is she going to start tutoring him at night? <laughs> nope. Yeah. They, at least not yet. They're very like professionally friendly with one another. Yeah. Like, and they cut through the bullshit. Like they're, it's professional in that nobody's hitting on anybody. Nobody's yes. being super informal. Right. But they're not being formal either. Yeah. It's very casual and mm-hmm. personal without yes. being too intimate. Yes. It's not intimate. That's that's a good way to put it. He does tell her she can't live there anymore. Yeah. He says you can work here as late as you want, mm-hmm. but you can't live here. Yep. So Gordon goes to work the next morning. Yes. He shows them the design. Yep. Someone asks, where'd you get that idea? And Gordon says, From my... the kitchen. Kitchen. My kitchen. My fucking kitchen? Are you kidding me? Oh, this is... Oh... It makes me so mad. Go make me a sandwich. Oh. My kitchen. I need an idea. I've got an idea for a sandwich. You want me to wrap it up? I. It makes me so <laughs> mad. Yeah, no, he's a shit eater. Yeah. He's a fucking shit eater. Like. For sure. Why didn't he just say, oh, my wife. Right, like. I was talking about it with my wife. Right. It's that simple. It is like, that simple. It's yeah, literally. No. Zach does that. He'll no. like. No. No. Not steal credit for my ideas. He'll tell people something that I've said. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like. Oh. Like if he steals my jokes. Which he does often. Even though he says I'm not funny. You're hilarious. Huh. <laughs> um, is that rain? It sounded no. like a plane. It's fucking weird. That was weird. Uh. <laughs> Like your new house is freaking me out. <laughs> um, no, he'll like steal my jokes, but then he'll give me credit after people have laughed. Mm. And I'm like, that's fine. As long as you give me credit. I mean, so after whatever. Gordon unveils this idea that's yes. genius. Yes. His neighbor is just like, uh, what, you think that people that make chips are just going to like... And he does mention two companies that are still in business. He does. He mentions Intel and mm-hmm. AMD. Yeah. Uh, both of which are still doing shit. But I think that in the goofs portion of IMDb, they weren't actually doing those things at that time. I could be wrong. Mm. Gordon proposes splitting the motherboard. Singing. Huh? Is Rory singing? Rory, can you be quiet, please? <laughs> yes. Thanks, babe. I love her. Did you say, can you be quiet, please? Can you say exactly what you just said, but I'm going to repeat it? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you perfectly, but I want to take more time. <laughs> Gordon proposes splitting the motherboard in two and stacking them. He gives up on the idea when told that Intel and AMD is not going to redesign their motherboards for them. At the time, Intel did not produce motherboards, and AMD was simply a second source for processors. Yeah, the neighbor is a fuck. Oh, yeah. He's a fuck. But you know what's worse than the neighbor is the fact that Gordon's like, no, you're right. And right, then he just like, 
accepts it. And then even still, even still, when he's shot down, he's, he doesn't give Donna credit. Yeah. Like, you would think at least, like, when you've been shot down and you're like, oh, well, it was a bad idea anyway. It was my wife's. Right. At least then you'd be like, because I do that shit. I'm like, I'll tell people ideas that I have. And I'm like, if it's a good one, it's mine. Mm -hmm. If it's a bad one, it's not mine. (laughs) (sighs) I did not think of this. That's funny. Um, So, yeah, Gordon, of course, folds because he sucks. Yeah. Cameron gets her first check. Yeah. And goes and immediately gets some food, which makes me wonder how often she was eating. Yeah, she's very thin. And mm. it's not so thin that you think of something like that before you see her buy all the food. Mm-hmm. But once you see her buy all the food, you're like, oh, she's really thin. Yep. Um, she meets some punks. Yeah, I, I, I like that you put punks. I was like, alley kids. <laughs> Those fucking alley well, kids. Well, the 80s. You know, it's the... The time of punks. I, I get it, but, like, my time was, like, the second era of, like, right. punks right. with the emo kid. Not quite, uh, not the emo kids, but right before the emo kids, before it became, you know, dumb. Right. It was cool when you did it. It was. Um, this guy calls her a sellout because she of. has a job. Yeah. Um, but they're like, hey, are you going to eat all that food by yourself? I know. Uh, the food that she can afford because she has a job. What, what are you doing all day? We're going we're gonna to hang out here. We're going to tag some buildings. Drink vodka. Mm-hmm. Except we're low on vodka. <laughs> oh, so you're just going to sit in this alley? Yep, pretty much, before they go vandalize. But yeah, they're like, what, do you have something better to do? And she's like, yeah. It's good trash in a hotel room. Yeah. They um, go, yeah, party with the homeless. Joe is dreading his investor meeting. And he's like, yes. he's such a child about it. Like, he is very, like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. He, Gordon yes. decides, he starts to go into Joe's office and then he turns around and leaves. I'm not sure what that was. I don't know. I think he was going to tell him that it couldn't work. And then he's like, no. He's not going to accept that. He's not going to accept that. He won't. So then we see Charlene from Designing Women. Lulu. She has I a boy toy. Would you call faces. him a boy toy? Um, he's younger than she is, but he is not a boy. He's not a boy. But, but she treats him like a boy. He is much younger than she is. And uh, he is also not into her kind. Well, he's not just into her kind. It, it seems to me that he's the only part of her kind that he's interested in is the money part. Uh, her offer to invest is aggressive. She offers it's $10 million super, super aggressive. For 80% of the project. Because <laughs> I put... It's the project, right? Not the company? Yeah. Well... Or maybe it's... The company. The computer. Like the, the item. Could be. It's an aggressive, regardless of what it is. Which means that she values the company at $12.5 million and she would own most of it, giving her control of it. Yeah. Because she wants to pay $10 million and own 80%, which means it's only worth twelve point five. Yeah. Um, the projected profit, according to Joe, <laughs> is much more than twelve point five, but they are beggars, and beggars yep. can't be choosers. 
they're running out of cash she's a boss ass bitch yeah they are in no position to decline her offer no donna gets her report to hunt in the nick of time yeah cameron uses her check to trash a hotel room with punks yep and she she seems a little out of it at first she looks like did have you ever seen blade runner I've seen part of it. I fell asleep during it. Um, in my head, she looks like Daryl Hannah from Blade Runner, but it might just be one of those things where, like, it's in my head and it's wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? The two images are kind of... Uh, sort of. It's something about her in that scene reminded me of... Yeah. No, okay. I'm not sort crazy. Of, I think yeah. her, she had like more smudged eyeliner in that scene. Mm. And so she was really reminding me of Daryl Hannah in Blade Runner. Mm. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Um, Did the punk girl in the hotel room, when she went to hand her the liquor, did she call Cameron ATM? Or did I mishear that? I didn't hear that. That doesn't mean... That she didn't say it, but I don't remember hearing that. I didn't care enough to rewind and put on the subtitles, so. Joe is sulking at the dinner. Yes. He is not impressed with Jean Smart. You know, Charlene from Designing. Yeah. With Lulu. Uh, He calls her bored, a bored, poisonous dilettante with time on her hands and no taste. Yep. Damn. Was that before or after? That was before. Oh. And then he says two things kill uh, companies in this industry. This is not a direct quote. Mediocrity and making things about yourself. Mm-hmm. You make everything about yourself. It's why you rent to your friends. Mm. Like, he is out for blood. Yeah. He went hard. And she just blinks at him. And then she makes the deal with Boz anyway. And says, see, Joe, it's not that hard. It's oh, just yeah. knowing your side of the saddle. Yep. yep that yep, is yep. rough. Yep, she's a boss-ass bitch. She's just like, no, 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 I ride you. That's right. Like, you take me places. You do the hard work. Joe does not take that well. So while Cameron is partying with the the people, this guy's yeah. giving her, like, a fucking prison tat. Yeah. And, and the fourth part of it is to- it just blood. Well, no, he he's ink- like he's drawn on her, and now he's doing the needle part oh, so he's just done the first one yes okay cool so, i was like that well that doesn't look good and she's looking at it in the mirror and it sparks some kind of thought yeah and so she's trying to get it out with lipstick on the mirror and it's not working out oh god i said housekeeping will not appreciate that <laughs> it reminds me of that joke you surely you've heard the joke about the girls in middle school that were putting lipstick on oh they were kissing it Mm-hmm. And to blot it and toilet water. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Joe manhandles Lulu's boyfriend. Yes, Joe gets back at the investor. He fucks yeah, the guy. It, like that's appear, the implication. They appear. It cuts out. You don't actually see it. He's taking his jacket off, and then they come back, and they're a little disheveled. And yeah, Boz, they fucked. Boz has. No idea. He is completely oblivious. No idea. She, she knows, knows immediately. She knows. And she does such a good job of being shaken. Yes. Like. Yes. Just She's silently. Shook. She is shook. 
she is shook. And she uh, backs put, out of the deal. I put he made Joe makes power plays. All yeah. or nothing. Oh yeah. That's who he All is. All or nothing. He's he doesn't half ass anything. <clears throat> Could have saved the company if he did that. No, fuck you. We'll he, fire he thinks every that, last person. Yeah. He thinks that doing things by someone else's rules is worse than just outright failing. Yeah. Which is interesting to me. Sure. I don't have those kinds of morals. Like, I believe in compromise, like, to the core. I believe that you can find something in the middle with almost any situation. Not every situation. I I feel like that with people. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like you can find middle ground with most anyone. Yes. Some people are completely impossible. I think Joe would be one of those people. Most people you can speak to. Gordon, <clears throat> he's riding home with his neighbor. His neighbor's just talking oh and talking God, and he's talking. talking about fucking nothing. Like, yes. Because he's content up. with shut just up. being mediocre. And they get into a wreck because it looks like he... he ran a stop sign? Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. He ran a stop sign and they get hit. Yeah. And it like knocks some sense into Gordon and yep. he cans him fired you're yes. fired you think too small i said that'll make for an awkward home life yeah that's oh, why you don't work with your neighbors spoiler alert it does i believe it cameron goes to joe to walk through a solution yeah how does she know where he lives i don't recall her coming to his place before you know it's all mixed up in my head the timeline so i'm not sure if hmm. she's been there before or not hmm um so she wants him to uh help her through that yes i assume that they have sex yeah i think that is the implication when gordon gets home he still hears the bird yeah but he goes inside and tells donna to deal with it yeah because he sucks well he doesn't he's had donna to deal with it he just says he's not going to do it which i mean anybody knows that's yeah. That's Mary like, talk for you do it. Right. I'm so, too much of a shit. Donna. I briefly thought when she grabbed that shovel that she was going to kill Gordon. <laughs> it's not. It's not that. It's Shonda Rhimes is not running the show. I was like, damn. <laughs> and then she went outside and I was like, oh, that makes more she sense. She does what needs to be done. Yeah. Because Donna is not a shit bag. Uh, Boss is sleeping in his own office. Oh, is he? I didn't At the pick end up on of the that. episode. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but. And so I was wondering if he had foregone his own pay for the employees that he had left or if his wife had kicked him out because he ended up in such a poor business situation. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I was like, why is he sleeping in his office? Because that was after he had told Cameron, he had seen Cameron in the office and told her that she can't live there. Mm. And so I was like, is it because now you're living there? So what do you think about... Generally, when there's something like this that bookends, like the bird, that bookends an episode or a season of television, Mm -hmm. it's usually symbolic of something. Mm Mm-hmm. 
What do you think the bird symbolizes to the writers? Mm. <clears throat> I feel like it's got to do, it's got to be something with Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like, because he found the bird and then and didn't he do wanted anything about it. to leave the bird alive. Mm-hmm. And because I, th- because at the beginning of the episode, he was like, oh, we've got to help this bird mm-hmm. or take it to the vet. Or animal control or whatever. And he's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. How are we going to do this? Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the episode, he's back to square one. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But instead of he had gotten to the place where he was like, nothing's going to work. And then when he went to tell joe he was like i can't tell him that Mm -hmm. and so he goes home and the bird is still alive it's still hanging on but then donna kills it and then i was like i don't feel like donna's gonna kill his dreams i feel like she's gonna help i think that gordon doesn't like to make tough calls yeah and so he just lets the problem get worse Mm -hmm. and worse until somebody else has to do something even worse than he would have had to do to begin with yeah like, he puts it off until someone else has to do the dirty work. Yeah. That's what I got out of it. I mean, he, that was reiterated when he's supposed to be firing people. Mm-hmm. And he's going through all this fucking flow, flowery words and poetry. and Firing people symbolism. is hard. And then the fucking 1145 appointment busts in the door and he's like, you're firing us? And the guy's like, fired? He reminded me of somebody. The he guy reminded who me of a lot of was getting like, fired. like a, a per, like a general kind of person. He in this area. I've not met Julie's husband. No. 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 He, no. That's what you imagine her with. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's bad or not. That's how I picture him <laughs> in my head. So. Uh, uh. Firing someone is really hard. I when I worked in a call center and I was a supervisor, we had it was a call and it was like we fired we had to fire two people mm-hmm. for the same reason. Uh, but one of them was such bullshit because like this guy was on a call and she was telling him that he was late on his mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, I don't get paid until now." She's like, "Oh, I can post a check for you." And uh, he goes. Um, Will I have a late fee? She goes, yes, you will, because it's, it'll be past your late. late. And uh, and he's like, well, ain't that some shit? And she goes, yep, that's some shit. That's profanity. Aww. And they had a zero tolerance policy. Womp womp. So, and the QA just happened to pick that call. I didn't even, like, I didn't even listen to that call. It got sent to me. Womp womp. And they're just like, deal with this. So... Like, I pulled her in the office, I let her listen to the call, and I was like, QA picked this call up, and unfortunately, we have been directed, it's a zero tolerance policy, like, we're going to have to let you go. That's crappy. Yeah, it sucked. She yelled at me, and then she stormed out of the office. It was not fun. But, like, it sucks, but it is doable. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You yeah, just have to be you could have been like, yes, it is. Yes. Oh, in the call I was yeah. talking about. 
Yeah. You like, could, you didn't have to say. You didn't have to say that some shit. No. And like it, there, he did not. There are ways around He it. was not offended. Like it was not sure, a problem. Sure. No. No. But it just sucked. It yeah. Sucked no. I mean, on. I've worked in a call center. You can't. You nope. can't. As much as you may want to. Oh yes. You can't. You can't hang up either. Or you couldn't at the one I worked at. Who's your MVP of this episode? Mm, I'm gonna go with Donna. Donna? Yeah. Mm. Except for the part in the middle where she just brought him what he fucking asked for. And he grabbed it from her on the phone. And she was still like, oh, this is normal. <clears throat> her boss. I mean, I think it probably is for her job. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. No. Um, I think my MVP is Boz. Oh, yeah. He was good in this one. He was, oh, yeah, because I forgot about all the investors and him fucking making Joe look like a smuts. Yeah. I, Which he yeah, deserved really a little bit. That. He deserved a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like Joe. I do. I don't always like his methods. I'm swinging back and forth on Joe. I know. But just I buckle up. No. I don't know. That's going to be your life for the series. I'm like, oh, sometimes I really like him and sometimes I really don't. Like when he fucked old boy, I said, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I get like, it. <laughs> That's me, man. Vindictive as fuck. If you want to fuck me, I'll fuck you. Yeah. And not in a way you want. Yeah. I Her reaction is just so oh, good. It's priceless. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. She, um, That's how fucking petty I am. Yeah, I can be petty. I don't know that I'm that vindictive, but I I have the thought if I don't follow through with it. I'm married, so I will not do it. But were you not? Were I not, someone could cross me and I would fuck their husband. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to fuck your husband. And then I would fucking send them like a video of me fucking their husband. What is that? Vid- What's that movie? <laughs> It's like an election. It's a terrible thing. I, would, I probably would not do that. It's Will Ferrell. And I want to say the the guy that was in Step Brothers. Oh, oh what's his name? Cyrus. He's in fucking Talladega Nights, too. Yeah, they're, they're both going <sighs> the for curly-headed, the... curly-headed guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's them. And one of them gets their kid to tell the other one that he loves them. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like... Uh, you get my kid to say I love you, I'll fuck your wife, them's the rules. <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Like, that's, you know what, I'm going to find that quote because it's really oh, funny. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, no. I, that's the level of fucking petty I am. I'd be like, no, I'm fuck, I'm fuck your husband. And it wouldn't even be like a thing where I liked him. I'd just be like, fuck you. I didn't even want to do this, but you made me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Oh, I just realized. Oh, she's not following me, so maybe she won't look. I'm going to find this. And when I do, it's going to be not worth it. <laughs> John Riley. That's, John C. Riley. Why did yeah. I say Cyrus? I don't know. Maybe that's his middle name. <laughs> you get my son to call you daddy, I fuck your wife. That's the line. I mean, that is fair. It wasn't I love you. It was he called him daddy. Daddy. <laughs> it's so funny in the movie because he is so serious about it. Yeah, man. Okay. I told you it wouldn't be worth it. 
<laughs> I mean, I think it's funny, but whatever. Okay, so next week we take on episode four. Episode four. Quattro. Uh, if I knew any other languages, I would. Cinco uh, uh, <laughs> de Mayo. Unless there was. As Taco. I like how you bookend it. <laughs> just like the bird, just like the dying bird. Uh, I had to, you know, mirror the episode. Sure, sure. So next week we take on Close to the Metal. Close to the Metal. It aired on Luke's birthday in 2014. All right, unless there was anything else, as always, remember to save the drama for these mamas. Next week on the Drama Mamas. Hi, hi, Gordon. What are you doing, Gordon? How's your computer coming? <laughs> <laughs>